TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We ain't celebrating yet. You want to talk about some grown-ass men going to war, not letting anything affect them. Capture this. If this doesn't tell you what this season's about... Nothing will. This moment when you're asking yourself when it's, when it's dark and dreary, why the f*** do we do this? This is why. Right, let's go. Fan mail three. One, two, three. Fam. All right. That was Mike McDaniel. Hard knocks, man. Uh, again tonight. Another one on. People uh, seem to really be uh, enjoying it, getting to know the players and a little insight from the team from week to week. With uh, these big-ass games going uh, that we've had so far. Been uh, really, really fun, including that win and the way they are able to come back and win there in the last three and a half minutes of that game was uh, was really good stuff. All right, what else we got, Woody? All right, Joe, we're going to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline Shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan, where we are joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, the best football show featuring daily breakdowns of all the most exciting moments across the league. And Baldy is, uh, has seen it all, man, for sure, from coast to coast. Baldy, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Joe. Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. I'm doing good, buddy. Well, it's nice to, nice to have you. And right back at you, Baldy, for sure. And uh, I got to ask you, nothing's easy in this league. Ask Kansas City and San Francisco, yeah. rough losses, and the frustration in that Kansas City game with Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid kind of bumping them. They just don't – I keep thinking they're going to get it back and look like Super Bowl, a Super Bowl team. They just don't look close to it, Baldy. No, they don't. You know, they, 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 they're not running the ball well at all. So they're getting beat up front, and they did. They got whipped yesterday by, by the Raiders up front. And then um, the, the passing game just looks really stale. It looks like it's just Mahomes dropping back, and nothing looks clean, nothing looks clear. It's uh, Mahomes scrambling and trying to find somebody. And it's just not, you know, you, you, you just got to be able to throw the ball on some kind of rhythm and timing. And whatever explosive plays they used to get are almost non-existent right now. And so that's, uh, that's a big part. They're just not getting explosive plays where they can flip field position and, you know, give credit to the Raiders. I mean, they have improved a lot under Antonio Pierce over the last five weeks. Baldy, I wanted to ask you a little bit about this final stretch from Miami where they're playing two absolute physical teams in, in, the, in the Baltimore Ravens who just absolutely shocked the world by taking down the 49ers and then the Bills. What, what kind of mindset do you think a team like Miami has to have going into these last two games against these physical opponents? Well, I mean, just offensively speaking, you know, the Dolphins are going to see two zone teams. You're not going to get the ball over their heads. Um, they play different types of zone. Um, Baltimore is a matchup zone team. And so where it looks like you have open windows 
they closed very quickly because all 11 players have their eyes on the quarterback. And so it's, it, it presents problems. It did yesterday, huge problems yesterday in San Francisco because all the, the pre-snap motions and shifts and formations, they don't even blink at that stuff. It doesn't really matter. And then they find ways to get a fifth rusher uh, on a lot of your passes. And so now if you break down against Jadevian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, you break down against any of those guys, they're going to beat you just a matter of BK. They're going to end up hitting your quarterback. So it's very difficult. And Buffalo doesn't really play that style of zone, but they make it difficult to get the ball deep down the field because of where their safeties are located. Hey, Boldy, uh, also um, the uh, the other game, and, and you guys just talked a little bit about Purdy just looked. I thought he had time to throw at times. He just didn't see things. Boy, the Baltimore Ravens really, I mean, throwing four interceptions himself and five for the team in the game. Uh, he's never looked to me. He's always had a good idea what he wanted to get done, and he just looked like he didn't see safeties. He didn't see linebackers. He zoned in on one guy, and I thought he had some open players. What did you think of what happened to a guy that a lot of people thought might be the MVP on that game? Yeah, well, you're probably not going to get it now after that performance. But, I mean, Baltimore's number one defense in the league for a reason, Joe. And they do that to a lot of quarterbacks. The only quarterback I've seen that had success against him was Matthew Stafford. He's just, you know, he's just seen so much. He's not fooled. Like the first interception to Debo Samuel in the end zone, I mean, really, uh, he never saw Kyle Hamilton. But, you know, Kyle had no work. He was just, you know, got his eyes on the quarterback and the, the ball and just jumped right in front of it and took it away from him. You know, he tipped passes. That, you know, they do, they run a lot of corner cap blitzes, and, you know, ball got tipped, and, you know, it gets intercepted by the other corner that was blitzing on the play. They kind of just snowballed on him. Uh, but this Ravens defense, I mean, I don't know what the status of Kyle Hamilton is. He's a really valuable player to him. If they lose him, they lose a lot. But they've played without their starters before. They just got a great speed and a great concept right now, Joe. And um, the two the two worst games Brock Purdy has played is against the two best defenses in football, against Baltimore and Cleveland. And they do it totally differently, but they're the two best defenses in football for a reason. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you just to follow up. We, we've talked and we're watching this thing, and the Dolphins, you know, have a great game. It was just the atmosphere at that Cowboys-Dolphins game was just – it felt like a playoff game, both teams, and right down to the wire. But I was just curious, before we get into all the Dolphins stuff, um, some of the teams are fighting for a wild card that nobody's going to want to play. Who who would be those teams for you? Oh, I mean, the Rams right now. I think the Rams could beat anybody. Um, just the way that they're playing offense, Kyron Williams at the running back position is the best running back that Sean McVay's ever had as a head coach. And the way they're throwing it, and then defensively, like, you know, they, they start three rookies. They play a lot of young guys, and they don't look like rookies or young guys anymore. They're playing really, really good football. That'd be the team in the NFC that, um, you know, if I was somebody, I would not want to have to face. Baldy, this MVP race is coming right down to the wire. Um, I personally believe that that the Dolphins' two games will sort of be an elimination for the MVP uh, because it's got Tua, it's got Lamar, and, and it's got Josh Allen. How do you handicap this MVP race? Well, I don't see anybody able to defend Lamar. You know, I mean, I, I you know, the, the numbers aren't going to be there for an MVP because he doesn't throw that many touchdowns. But he, he's indefensible right now. I mean, that's a great defense that he carved up yesterday. And he did the same thing to Jacksonville the week before. He did the same thing to Detroit this year. 
I mean, teams with good records and winning records, I mean, they, they just don't, they don't have any answer for him. They can blitz him, and he, he sees the blitz, he takes off. Uh, you can play matchup zone. You can play man coverage. But eventually, you're going to break down because of how long he can hold the ball and still make great plays. I mean, you know, they're going to have the rest. If they beat Miami, they're going to have the best record in football. Um, and he's the best player on, on maybe the best team. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. A lot more people talking about Lamar right now and, and the way this thing could, could end. So, Dolphins sitting here at 11-4, and four and um, we don't know that much still. I mean, this team could still at 11-4 and four right now, as good as it sounds, could still end up as a wild card team if they don't beat Baltimore and Buffalo. That that could still happen. It is the craziest last couple of weeks. What are your feelings on what will happen the next couple of weeks between the Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Bills? Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be uh, be good to see if you know if Tyreek is really healthy. He makes a big difference, and if they get some of their offensive linemen back, you know whether Austin comes back and if uh, you know some of these guys can stay on the yeah. field, I think that'll help. Uh, for sure. But, you know, Miami's defense completely uh, frustrated Dallas. They played really good. Their defensive line is playing great. Van Ginkle and Sealer and Wilkins, I mean, Chubb, they're all playing really good right now. And so, uh, you know, I think they, they can hang with uh, either one of those teams. They can't turn it over the way San Francisco did, but I think they can beat both teams. I think they can hang with both teams. And look, you got to be, you know, you beat good teams down the stretch, Joe. It's going to only get you seasoned. For the playoffs, you're That's going to right. feel pretty good about yourself no matter who you play. You uh, you buying the Dallas thing, I know you've seen that up close for years and years. Well, what's your take on the Cowboys? They're a good, they're a good football team. I mean, they just, you know, they don't execute um, real well in, in key spots. I mean, obviously down the goal line, Joe, you go 15 plays and you fumble it, oh. put the ball right in the fullback's hands. I mean, those kind of plays, keep they keep happening to Dallas, you know? And so what is that? Is that, I mean, that's not... It's not really coaching. I mean, the fullback's got the ball right in his hands. He's probably going to score. It's probably going to be 7 nothing, And you turn the ball over right there. Um, you know, if they run a pitch option to play before, and it sure looks like Tony Pollard should score, and he doesn't get across the goal line. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's it, it, those. And then, you know, they lost their left tackle. He didn't play Tyron Smith, and the backup isn't very good. And Bradley Chubb had another great game as a result. So, you know, they need everything to go just right, and they got to execute in big spots. And that's how they kind of lose this. They lost that game, I think, in large part to Miami uh, on Saturday and Sunday. And then, you know, I think they lost to Philadelphia like that at, in, in Philadelphia down the goal line. they they, they got to be able to execute these plays when they're there to be made. Anyway, hey, uh, hey Baldy, before before I forget, too, as uh, as we're, we're rolling through this thing, um, you know – we got to try to figure out this thing in the South. Jacksonville um, had us a chance to run away with it. The Colts have had a chance to run. The Texans, who's going to win that when it's finally said and done? Because they're all struggling. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Tampa is playing great football right now. If you ask me, you know, who's another team? Tampa's just won four in a row. I, I don't know who's going to win it, to be honest with you. I mean, Jacksonville looks dead in the water to me. They don't look like they could do. The quarterback isn't playing very well at all and turning it over way too often. Yeah, and defensively, crazy. they don't look like they can stop anybody. So, uh, and I saw the Colts on Sunday against Atlanta, and outside of the opening drive, they got just completely smashed uh, in Atlanta. And so, I don't know that, I think whoever wins it might end up having another losing record. We've seen that before in the AFC South. Yeah, man, it's it's just uh, crazy. This last couple of weeks is going to be a lot of fun. Baldy, 
Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate you joining us here, bud. Take care. Anytime, anytime, Joe. Yep, I'll talk to you soon. All See right. you, buddy. Brian Baldinger from uh, NFL Network and uh, Odyssey uh, joining us to talk a little bit uh, about some of the games, some things to look at, some uh, general stuff. Boy, I'll tell you what, between the wild card and still trying to win this uh, division, it's amazing. As good as this Dolphins one. Omar, when's the last time we were this 11-4? and 11-4. and four? Uh, I think 2008, we were 11 and 5. So I don't, uh, 11 wins is, is. That's amazing. It just hasn't happened that much. And, right. and But the problem is. We're still though, in a dogfight. Yeah, the problem is you, you can't you can't let your foot off the gas right no, now. No. You can't. I mean, 11, you're playing the best team in the NFL not, this week. Yeah, and 11 might not. 11 might not win you the AFC East. You might be a wild card, 11 wins. Yep. All right. Anyway, hey, what do you got for us, Woody? Also want to remind people, Joe, make sure to follow the best football show with Brian Baldinger on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you may get your podcast. All right. Sounds good. And uh, kind of sounds good like when you have an injury, which nobody likes talking about injuries. But when you, they do happen, whether you play team sports or individual sports, I get people ask me all the time, where do the pros go, Joe? And, and I get it, man. You want your family members and your friends and your kids Everybody to be able to go to the best doctors. And I go, all right, so Inter-Miami, the Miami Heat, the Florida Panthers, and the Miami Dolphins all use the specialists, the surgeons, everyday doctors to take care of um, their teams at Baptist Health South Florida. That's who they use. That's who they've trusted for a long, long time. And Baptist Health South Florida is set up through South Florida. It's not just Coral Gables. No, no, no. we got a beautiful new facility Love telling everybody about on 595 and Pine Island Implantation. It's right there. The pineapple lives right next to the Renaissance Hotel. And from there, uh, the new practice facility uh, has a Baptist Health South Florida facility right next to it at Hard Rock Stadium. So, hey, if you're over there by the Turnpike or the Palmetto, it's right there. Just minutes away from being able to see all those great doctors, all those great specialists and surgeons and anybody you need to see to find out what the injury is and get it fixed as quickly as possible. That's what they do. Baptist Health South Florida, top 50 sports medicine program in the country right here in our backyard, taking care of high school, college, and professional athletes every day, not just here in South Florida, from all over the country. They come here for second opinion and to get surgeries from some of these great specialists they have for the knee, shoulder, foot, hand, back, hip, and knee replacement. We cover it all for you, man, with the best in the business at Baptist Health South Florida. All you have to do is visit. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. BaptistHealth.net slash ortho today. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back, everybody. Good morning. Hope everybody had a nice couple of days off and uh, got to watch a lot of NBA basketball. I hope they're still off, Joe. I really do. Take do? take a couple of days. Take a couple of days. I, I agree. Yeah. If you can. If but you can. I mean, not all of us can. But, uh, you know. We're, we're both here. 
Yeah, no, no. We, we, he doesn't we definitely... agree, by the way. I just get that out there. What What'd you say? He doesn't agree with that about taking these these weeks off. Uh, I mean, Woody's got this thing like, like, I think, no, no, no. Like, in fairness, you have worked with some lazy people in the past that, like, we'll, we'll take these weeks off. But this is, like, the biggest sports time of the year. I agree with you on that, though, Joe. Like, uh, this and, is, and I, I said this earlier, Omar. I don't know if you agree, but these next two games, the Dolphins are getting ready to play. Epic. They might be the biggest games yeah. I, the Dolphins yeah. have played in my lifetime. I, I would agree. By the way, that's I mean, a, that, that's a, that's the, I would these last three you. games so are three of the, the biggest. Best team yes. in the AFC. Yes. You're playing the, probably the next best team in the AFC with a chance for all home field. I mean, like this yeah. is you, you can't I mean, really it's, ask it's, for much more. And, than and here's the thing: it's in your hands. You take care of business. It's yours. Well, haven't been eleven and four in forever. As we were just trying to figure out, maybe somebody from the Dolphins could uh, let us know how long it's been since the team was eleven and four to uh, start a year with two games left to go in the new seventeen game schedule. But uh, yeah, these are these are big ass games coming up, man. There's no question. They're they're all going to feel like playoff games, and Baltimore's going to treat it like a playoff game too. They want the number one seed. Mm-hmm. They're not. That, that, uh, I mean, this is a, that Sunday's game is is a game for the number one seed. You that's right. Winner take all, and winner gets the first round by. Who who really wants it? And then obviously the loser's not going to be out of it. It's 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 going to have to you're going to have to rebound. You're going to have to lick your wounds, put on you know, and and get get back after it against a very tough opponent for well, Miami. And then Pittsburgh is no, not not going to be a slouch for for the Ravens in the final week because they're playing for Mike Tomlin's future. Yeah, Pittsburgh's terrible. Uh, they're about to have they another really winning are. season. I, I, it is oh, amazing that guy has a winning year, uh, record every year. I didn't think so that it's guy, called good coaching. They really are bad. I it's, didn't think that third string quarterback could beat anybody. No. Seriously, yeah, I mean they 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 need he a new quarterback. Good. He actually made some good throws the other day. In fairness to the guy, yeah, they need a new quarterback. <laughs> but they're still they're still a good team. They're still a tough team, and they're not going to lay down for you. You're so, going to have to earn it. Um, I don't want to look ahead too much. Although that's what we do in radio. We look ahead, look behind. Don't let things go. We do it all. We're we're like a relationship, man. We we never let things go. So so the uh, the Dolphins win this game, <clears throat> and that Buffalo game. I mean, you still want to beat them, but, but yeah. you win the AFC East. It's you've got that. Uh, I they can't win twelve games. No, I don't think you will have you. Oh, you mean you have the AFC East? Yes, but you go and won the number one seed. This is no, no. I agree. This is not about I, the AFC I, I, East. I, I agree. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing, but. There, there's a lot of different reasons that this game, but but you're right. You win this game, yeah, yeah. This, you're you're gonna want to go home and definitely beat the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you, you win Sunday, it's the winner. It's 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 basically you know, yeah, you got the AFC East, but yeah, you you want that you want that bye week. You're playing for that bye week right. and to get that monkey off your back with Josh Allen. But, but that extra time off, as we have found out, having a week off, you do get some guys back that you oh, wouldn't man. get from the week before, and you, and you that, might get Rob Hunt back. And I got to be honest with you, I never remember a year like this or we've talked week to week and I'm sure we have before about this guy's going to play he'll be coming back from IR mm. this guy needs one more week yeah I mean it this is been... we got Javon Holland we got Robert Hunt Robert we Hunt got Austin Jackson the whole offensive line they could use a break um hell Jerome Baker's coming back in a week um you know at goodness gracious it's a Tyreek needs some rest um, hell, chosen's on chosen's in the concussion protocol. No, you've you've uh, you've got a you've got a lot of guys. For, uh, Durham Smite barely practices during the week because of that ankle that he's. Boy, look, he's I tell you what, though, it was good to see the team get the tight end involved the last two weeks. That's just your bit. bias. I mean, what 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 else they got? What else they got, Joe? 
No, but you got them out there. They're, they're lining up with tight ends. It's good to like where the team doesn't go. They're just going to block. They're not doing anything else and get them out there in the but flats. But they are just going to block. They're and not Durham, doing anything else. And, and Durham, Durham got, I think, almost all first downs on his catches the other day. Durham's fun. Dur- we know Durham can play. He's just not a primary weapon. No, nope, not, not in this offense, no. I, th- I honestly think that you, Durham and Alec Ingle, you could throw to them 20, 25 times a season, and it would be production. Yes, they just choose not to. No. Nope. And I, um, they've got uh, guys. You got that, the number one offense. What are you going to say? No, you're not going to say anything. You know when you come here where yeah. it starts and you know what the second fiddle is. And and by the way, the surprise of this whole thing continues to be Raheem Mostert. And and he nothing needs against an, he's, he needs Chan, a break. Yeah. But but I got it. And those guys may be a little banged up. We saw Mostert didn't play as much in mm-hmm. the second half, but my God, man. What a year. McDaniel kind of hinted that he would have played, could have played, but he says no. And McDaniel's very protective of, of Raheem. So, um, so he's, he gave yeah, – But Raheem, kinda, Raheem's – no matter what you say, Raheem's a 31-year-old running back. Yes. Who is putting up these great numbers, but there's no reason to just kill him. I, I like that he's on and should have a certain amount till we get to the playoffs. <laughs> You want him as fresh as possible, and and and, he, he and it's gets funny, pretty good. And it's funny when you listen to Mike McDaniel basically saying, "I have to force him to not practice," and like what that relationship's like. He's like, "Raheem, you're not practicing, and I'm not talking about it anymore." It's 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 very cute. Their relation from the fact that Raheem calls him Mikey, it and it's like probably the only person in the world who calls him Mikey. Well, they've been together a long time. They've been together a long yeah, time. They, they have are. Uh, they have watched each other grow. Yep. Since their forty nine er days, and uh, they and grew right. up together. You're right. You're, you're probably right. Right to yep. to the point now. One's a head coach, and one guy is one of the most productive running backs. Twenty one friggin' touchdowns for Raheem Mostert. That's 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 incredible. And, and, and the fact he's he's in his thirties now, over a thousand yards. He. I know everybody thinks this is Tyreek's team, and it it kind of is Tyreek's team. But this is Raheem's team, just as much as it is Tyreek's team. They this team loves Raheem. This team, this team is driven by Raheem. Like I think, yes, Raheem's got a big person. I see it on the plane too. Yes, guys like being around him. Hey, listen, you watch him on the side. Yeah, um, hugs Marino. You can tell Danny really, really likes him too. And this, as much as I know, Tyreek is the is the face of the franchise. But this is Raheem's team. Um, yes, Tyreek is the. I don't energy. know how you do, but they're both. I mean, look at that little spark plug comes in, man. It makes a difference. Oh, but, yeah. But I never, to me, we talk so much about Tua and about yes. Tyreek mm-hmm. and, and Jalen and, oh, by the way, Raheem. Yes. And Raheem sitting here with 21 touchdowns, makes a one-handed catch to, to bring it in. and Fourth he's leading just rusher good. in the NFL. <laughs> one of four backs to be over 1,000 yards this season. Yeah, wow. And 21 touchdowns. You know, You know the thing, too, that, Mike's done a good job, though. It looks like as much as Mike can, he keeps an eye on carries. Would you agree with that? Um, yes, but he also rides the hot hand, and whoever is the hot hand is is who he's going with. But I was good to see he trusts Wilson at the end of the game to get out there and go, hey, you, you hold on to the ball and let's get first downs. Mm-hmm. You're, it's you. And basically said because he's a because he's a, a, a Texas kid, this was a big game for him, and I, I needed to make sure that he had a role. That's why they kept oh, him wow, active. I didn't know that. Yeah, they kept him active. This is the first time they kept four backs active for this game. And Raheem, you know, and whew, 
it uh, uh, I'm glad Jeff got an opportunity to contribute because he's one of those guys who's had a very tough emotional season. And it's a lot of it's a lot of them, but they they put their big boy pants on, Joe, and they're not crying, they're not complaining. No, wait for it. it so it's hard, uh, always hard to complain when you're on a good team. <clears throat> yeah, you see a guy complaining or whining or openly pouting, and you're going, "Man, we're having a good year." You look so bad. You just do. You look bad. Yeah. For guys on teams that do that, leave the locker room and not talk in the media because you have three catches for twenty yards and your team wins by four touchdowns. And you're going, wow. I've seen a lot of those guys, Joe. And you've been paid. That, you got your money. Dealt with a lot paid. of them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, man, I, I didn't get my targets. I'm just, I can't be happy we won by 28 points. And you're like, this team doesn't have that, man. It's uh, it's nope. kind of a kind of a refreshing thing to see for sure that, uh, that they're not going through that. Hey, man, I got to tell you, the other great story going on um, is this heat the last couple of games between – Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero in that fourth quarter against Atlanta. And uh, and what happened in this last game uh, is just incredible. Uh, we've been talking about all these great stories with the team. The Jaime Hawkins yeah. story, 31 points and Triple 10 J, rebounds. Baby. Bam, 26. Tyler, 22. Tyler, since he's been back, has been really, really good. Uh, but I never saw this Jaime Hawkins, who, what, picked 18th, I think, out of UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, what heat, a what a story! Heat scouting and talent development, heat culture. <clears throat> I I did not know we were going to get these kind of games early in the season. Uh, I didn't know where he's going to fit in. I honestly, I think he's a little banged up in camp, didn't play, and and uh, here he is, man, playing like uh, double digits the, just about every friggin' night. The and, one thing you know about the Miami Heat organization is they've got a great eye for identifying wing players, and they know how to develop them, and so. When they draft you, you just have to believe that they see the tools that they need. Oh, that. no, they see it, and uh, they're going to get the most out of you for sure. The Duncan Robinson comeback at age 29 is an, another one of my favorite stories. He is just uh, he's in a fourth quarter the other night that was just ridiculous. He's, his, his game has rounded out. He's not just a spot-up shooter anymore, and – you know, uh, it's it's more wing development, man. I heard Tyler say that he and Duncan, he says, you know, our defense is not great, but it's gotten a lot better. Like they know what people yeah. are saying and that their turns. But 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 we are getting better, and our games have have gotten a lot better overall to do more things. It's kind of cool, man. It's uh, another great story down here. Is the uh, do you guys bond over the California <clears> thing? <throat> you and Hawkes at some point? Probably not. No. He's from, I am looked it up, he's from Irvine, California. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Northern that, California. You. So I got to tell you, man, I know you're not familiar with this. And it's the only, I, I don't know if other states are like this. Northern California and Southern California is not exactly a love fest. People in Northern California. rivals? They hate each other. Mm. Really? It's like, yeah, I didn't the know. The Giants and Dodgers. Huh. There's nothing worse in life than the Giants and Dodgers. They hate each other. Oh. <clears throat> That's been going forever. Really? You didn't know? No. I I, I know that I know how it starts just because I know the history like, because of the the water. There's been some fans that have like stabbed or killed or something at those games, right? Well, that's that used to be Raider and 49er fans. Yeah, was that like, was yeah. a no. The baseball didn't someone get like killed at one of the baseball games? That was down in uh, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah, some a giant fan went. So down. I didn't know they were so angry. Where Irvine is in north Northern California? Or that's Southern. No, he's from Southern California. Oh, he's from Southern. Okay. That, there's no if you live in Northern California, there's no reason to go to Southern California. Probably if you live the people really don't that bad. 
They don't like each other, man. Oh. It's bad. Do you have to hide where you're from? Yeah, how do you know? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, Is there yeah. a distinction? There's you, people want to divide that state up. Really? It's a crap show both places right now, but, but if you could. I mean, do you act like Florida's much better? Like there's South Florida and then there's everybody no, else. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's a good point. Uh, South Florida's completely different than mm-hmm. yeah. the Yahoo's up yeah. north. No, yeah, that Jacksonville, the Duval County, you can keep that over there. Hey, be uh, careful, man. Renzo's from up there. Uh, oh, Renzo, whatever. You, you, gotta, you heard what I said, Renzo. No, no, you don't you can Renzo keep that Duval home. stuff over there. Like if they had a vote to like for South Florida to break away, I yeah, yeah, I give I give Duval to Jacksonville. I mean, I I give Duval to Georgia. Yeah, I mean, you would do that in California, right? You'd, you'd vote to separate. I don't have that kind of hatred in my heart. <laughs> So it doesn't matter to me, but so I do know the, the best vacation places, if you are to go to California and stay away from all their problems, is to go to Carmel and Monterey, Napa Valley, and Lake Tahoe. Okay. Part of Lake Tahoe is California and parts of Nevada. But anyway, yeah, those are places you're going to go, and none of those are Southern California. Mm. I mean, but I, I like I like San Fran. I like, you know. You've been to San Fran recently? Yeah, a couple yeah, a couple years ago. <laughs> I just told I mean, you why he There was a lot there's a lot of homeless people. There's a lot of homeless people. It's rough yeah. out there, man, right now. Yeah. Joe told you he hates Southern California. It's in his blood. I mean the hatred's in his blood. Yeah. No, you can't there's no way when somebody tells you they're a Dodger fan, you look at him, you go, You're just a big loser. <laughs> You're just a loser. You front running High payroll. Front running and loser don't go (laughs) together, Joe. High payroll. Uh, Yeah. High payroll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, we got to go to break here. This is getting crazy. We'll be right back. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. I'll tell you one thing. I uh, talked about the Heat and the uh, Dolphins, obviously, a lot, especially after uh, Christmas Eve win against the Cowboys. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, Panthers the other night, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch. The best win of the season. They beat the Golden Knights, who won the Stanley Cup and, and beat them. But that thing was chippy, and they got after it. Ryan Lomberg, a one-punch knockout, took the guy down. Um, tomorrow night, Tampa Bay, and then they're coming home. Rangers and Canadians Friday and Saturday. Big crowds. Big crowds coming up for these uh, for these home games, coming up for the uh, Panthers as uh, they're sitting at 40 points in good shape, like like the Heat, who continue to uh, to win games and and playing pretty well right now as well. So a lot of lot of good stuff going on with uh, with our teams, and uh, it's a fun time of the year, man. Uh, you're working in sports; it's a it's mm-hmm. a good time, right? Eleven and four. And- Absolutely, Joe. This is a, this is this is when it all connects. Right now, you got Hurricanes football on Thursday. You got. The Miami Heat playing. You got the Panthers playing. You got the Dolphins making a playoff push. When does it get better? No, this about as, this about as good as it's been. And uh, and Panthers and the Heat uh, off to a pretty good start, really, considering you know the injury bug and all the things. The Heat haven't had their big three or their their main three guys together. And they just get other guys. Duncan steps up to kind of help out one night, and then another night you get your rookie. Uh, Jaime pops in there and and has a 31 point game. So man, it's uh, it's been fun, man. It's been a fun time. It really has. That's why you get up in the morning and enjoy coming to work when uh, others are taking vacations, man. You just say, you know what, this is uh, this is a good time to work. We'll take off in July. 
Yeah. No, I'm just joking. We'll take off. I'm just kidding. We got this new thing here, man. I don't blame guys. I, I'm not. I know Woody thinks I got a problem that everybody takes off. I, I don't care. I don't care if guys take off. But we have this new thing. Like, it's not weeks anymore. You just take off when you want. Have, have you heard about that, Omar? Hey, if they allow it, do it. No, no, I agree. And so, you, you don't like used to be, hey, you get two weeks and you got three weeks and you got, you yeah, know, longer yeah, you're yeah. there, you get a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you do it. But now they go, no, 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 uh, we don't do that anymore. You just take off when you want. And they hope the companies don't owe you any overtime and they don't owe you for days you, you waste. So, And they hope that you won't abuse it, that you'll take it, but not like, you know, take I mean, two and a half weeks off at a time or something. I mean, but you got a show to run. You, well, it's is, an it's, unwritten rule in the business. You, we know this, that you don't take off this time of year. I'm, I'm it's not, not an unwritten rule. It's actually kind of a written rule. But yeah, you, you don't take off in the middle of football. So it used to be. That was a, that was a long time season. ago. But yeah, take a day here and there. You took off in July. So as soon take as mini two camp, weeks off at the end of the year. Soon as mini camp Rap, and, yeah. and your NBA and your NHL seasons were over, you kind of there. There's a month in there to kind of mm-hmm. before the start of camp that you kind of yeah. hey man, it's a good time to take off. It's summer. I mean, but if you want to take Christmas week off, no, I agree. I mean, I I know no, that makes you a bum if you. No, yeah. no, it doesn't make you bomb. I don't. In I, our listen, business, man. it does. Depends it, on when you. It if depends you, what you do. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. You, it, you're going to work this week. Are you not just not going to cover the Dolphins? No, no, I'm, 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 I'm covering. Because I think day. people are interested. You may want to get out there and you know. Yeah, no, do I, that. I, 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 I agree with you. I, <laughs> hey, I understand if you want to put... play a couple of monster games here. Yeah, you yeah. Maybe. By the way, what do you, we haven't asked, what are you doing with on alldolphins.com? Um, what are you writing? Are I'm, I'm writing with? a column uh, about the challenging, difficult season that Jalen Waddle has had in 2023, and talked to him privately, and, and obviously before the injury. But I mean, this has been a challenge for him. But it's probably one of the seasons he's proudest of. I I got to ask you, I think he does really well with it. Is uh, if you consider him, I consider him a number one receiver. So, mm-hmm. um, how do, he seems to handle it really well. With the guy on the other side who gets a lot more targets, is a lot more of the game plan than he is a lot of weeks. Uh, he's a significant portion of the game plan. It just doesn't go that way for him sometimes. And and I think his viewpoint is that it'll turn eventually. It'll it, it'll eventually turn and, and I get my share. I, I think he you know, he gets his fair share of targets. He's a thousand yard receiver, first to do it in franchise history. He's appreciative of that. Um, he's playing for the number one offense in the NFL, and they've been number one all season. You know, why would you complain? Why, what, what do you? What do so you? So why do why do half the receivers in a the league they're really good complain? They want more targets. They yeah, want I mean, more, yeah. more targets, more yards, more yards, more money, more touchdowns. But, but but that's part of the reason why this is such a good locker room because you don't have any of those. And trust me, I've covered a ton of those. Well, guys. he's not so. that guy. We yeah, had exactly. those guys on this team. You, he's had, not one of those. Look at Raheem. You think when Devon Achan was going off, Raheem was like, man, that young guy i can't stand him no devon poured, never not poured, once poured into him gave him everything gave him all the keys that he needs i think to when succeed. achan fumbled raheem was the first guy to go up to him and say and in the next run he goes 70 something yards yeah. hey man get back out there you're, you're freaking flush dying. it let yeah this this is such a great locker room and this is why i believe in this team and, and i got to give mike mcdaniel credit for it because he has curated or created a phenomenal locker room where everybody supports one I've another. I've been saying that, that what he has built coming in here with his own style, yeah. doesn't want to hear about, you don't have to come in my office 
and whine about anybody else or tell me what happened here before in the last relationship. I, I don't care, man. This is what I want to do. I want to keep it positive with these guys. Yeah, the positivity is... All of us, man. I don't yeah. care what position. It's going to be a positive message at the end of the day. And, and look at it, Joe. It's filtered in. It, it's impacted me. Like, i got to change my little half-empty mindset. Get the, the whole pos- He showers me, me with positivity. He's, he's done that to me. He yeah. doesn't even know... Yeah, I, I agree with you. He's done that to all of us. Yeah, he's, he's Like, I now go around going, you know, this uh, being positive thing, I would have liked it. I'm like, yeah, man, I got no problem. This is great. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, I mean, he, he said some things within the last probably month that have, he said it, and he didn't intend for it to be like poetry, but it's impacted my life and my mindset. And I was like, man, that's a gem of wisdom right there, Mike. Wow. Yeah. You're kind of opening up here, man. I felt... I felt like I was a counselor for a second right oh, there. Oh, you know you good. you know you're a counselor in the breaks, Joe. <laughs> man, that's <laughs> Hey man, that's gonna do it for our show. But I sure have had a good time. Omar, thank you. Woody, always great having you back, bud, and uh, congratulations, South Florida playing against that tight end that played for Syracuse, a quarterback. It's a big one. You had to throw that part in there, huh? <laughs> hey. Enjoy your big enjoy your big hey, bowl man. victory over there. Uh, uh, Take uh, a victory tomorrow, what do you think? Uh yeah, let's go ahead and go tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. All right, have a great day. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.